0: Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently, and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way, so if we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at TheAnthonyVecino, so go go connect, let's do it. All right, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Uh, As always, really jazzed to have you here. I'm gonna dive into one of my most popular tweets of all time. Um, it's one that I wrote two ish years ago and I, I repurpose it every now and then because, um, I think the message is timeless and I think it's valuable and based off of, uh, engagement and reactions that people have had, they, they seem to find it valuable too. So let's unpack it here. This one is called to all the young and hunk. Let's try this again to all the young and hungry hustlers out there. And damn, if there aren't a lot more of you than I remember when I was young, if you want to maximize your return on life, then here's 21 things you need to know. So right off the bat, real quickly, guys, the it's really interesting to see how many young hustlers there are these days. It's amazing. Like I remember when I was like 20 to 30 years old, I was, I guess, in my own little silo in school. I wasn't like a high achiever by any means. And so I wasn't really paying attention to hustle culture, I guess, or like what people were doing to like build like great things with their life. And so this is new to me. It's new now for me in the last decade and through all uh, on my 30s to be paying attention more. To this world, and it's just really cool to see how many young people there are. And and the truth is, like I, I saved this for the very end of the tweet, but I'm just going to give you the the punchline here. You know, age is just a number, and so we're all young at heart. Or you know, I mean, you're you're as young as you feel. And so this message that we're going to be talking about here it applies whether you're 21 or you're 58. And so, and I feel young. I, I truthfully, um, I feel as young as I ever have, and I'm almost I'm turning 39 in like a week. So. And I think in the grand scheme of things, like when you could be 82 years old, like, yeah, 39 sounds pretty great. But um, when I was 20, 25, um, 39 felt really old. It seemed really old. And now that I'm here, it's like, no, that's nothing. So I just wanted to share that. That's not even one of these takeaways. Anyways, the first takeaway, first thing that you should know is that it, opportunity or obstacle is all a matter of perspective. So whether or not you you see something standing in your way Um, and stopping you from getting to your goal, or you look at that obstacle and you say, that's the reason why other people won't, won't make it to that destination. And therefore that is what makes that destination worth going to. Like I think difficulty is a good compass when it comes, especially to building a business, but when it comes to doing anything in life, using the difficulty of that activity as a, as a proxy, as a a heuristic for determining, is it worth pursuing? And the harder something is to pursue, I think the more value there is in pursuing it. So opportunity or obstacle, it's all a matter of perspective. Number two, you have so much time, so much time, whether you're 21 or 52, 68, it doesn't matter. Like you still have so much time left in the tank. And with that in mind, patience is a superpower. You have a lot of time. So play the game on the time horizon of decades, not days, not hours, and realize the, that truism, I think Bill Gates said that we, we underestimate what we, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. When you expand the time horizon to that of decades, you, you start to realize you have a lot of time to play with. So if you're 72 and the average age uh, life expectancy is 85, well, you still have 15 years. That's a decade and a half. That's a lot of time to do a lot of work and get a lot of like amazing stuff done. But the problem is we tend to look at our life in year increments and the year is a, a, it's a fine metric. It's a fine time period, but it's too short to make meaningful progress towards the really hard, big things in life. And so when we measure on too short of timeline, we often go, oh, we're not making progress. Like I thought I should. And so expand the time you have more than you realize. Number three, consume less, create more. I firmly believe Fulfillment cannot be consumed. You can't eat a bag of Doritos and feel fulfilled. You can't consume Netflix and feel fulfilled. The only thing that leads to fulfillment is the act of creation, creating something with your life, with your time, your energy, trading the the energy that you burn to bring into life something that could never have been without your efforts. I think that's where true fulfillment is. And so if you're ever feeling lonely, Um, you're feeling despondent, you're feeling like you're not tapped into your greatness, it's probably because you're consuming too much and not creating enough. So flip that dichotomy, spend more time creating, and I I think you will find that that fulfillment that you seek. Number four, start investing now. The earlier that you start investing, both financially, but also in your relationships and your skills, the better. Why? Because compounding interest only ever works in your favor as time goes on right so you're gonna let time do the heavy lifting, and the longer that you let time do its thing, whether that's your skills, your relationships, or your money, the better so start investing in those things now. The three most important investments you can make in yourself, your network, in your community in that order invest in yourself, and from there you can invest into your network and then from there you can invest into your community that's been a that's been a a pretty good game plan for myself at least. <laughs> All right. Number six, discipline is a muscle and it beats motivation every single time. We've talked about this extensively on so many episodes, but it's important to understand. Motivation is a finite thing. It's fleeting and it's not a very powerful weapon against procrastination, against distraction, because motivation is a biological reaction to you know your chemistry. And when that dopamine burst eventually subsides, if you do not have discipline to replace it, then you will not continue making meaningful progress towards your, your goal. You will only ever be the person who's really good at getting to like 20% done and then just abandoning the project. And you know, the people who do this, like they just have a, they have a cemetery of ideas behind them that will never come to fruition because they lack the discipline to see the thing through. Number seven, creativity makes you irreplaceable. There was a study done of IBM CEOs or like it was done by IBM of CEOs. They they pulled like a thousand CEOs and asked them like, what's the most important skill in the modern workforce? The answer was creativity. And I agree with this. Honestly, I think it's a great answer. I think it is the answer. Creativity in this instance is the ability to take two or more pieces of disconnected information and connect them in a new, meaningful, novel way. So the ability to take ideas, information from different fields and industries and, and just um domains and then be able to create something new out of that that's meaningful and useful, that is creativity. And it is a it, it will make you irreplaceable because AI can't do that. The AI cannot be you, cannot be spontaneously creative, it always needs to be prompted. Number nine, right, no, number eight, <laughs> curiosity is a better measure of future success than intelligence, hard work, or genetics. Curiosity, and this is this is true to me. I believe when I have we've been hiring you know dozens of people over the years, hundreds of people at this point, and one of the recurring traits that I see amongst the most successful is not their work ethic, it's not their intelligence, it's not their charisma, it's their curiosity, it's their desire to know more about the world around them, and that insatiable need to go and find the answer. Those people, they they will be successful in life because that curiosity drives them forward. And when you combine that curiosity with creativity, like curiosity is the the, the fuel that fuels your creativity, right? Like it's the th- if you're putting more information and data points into the tank for which your creativity can then jumble them up and rec- recombine them in new novel ways. So creativity and curiosity, they go hand in hand. Number nine, experience is the name we give our mistakes. Fail fast, fail forward think about this, like failure and success are just two sides of the same coin. You cannot have that coin in your pocket without having both sides of that. If you want to be successful, you have to accept that it comes with failure. And truthfully, that's just how we get to, to success, like through the failures. I'm a big fan of the idea that we fail our way to success. So don't be afraid of that. Instead, Lean into it and try to fail as fast as you possibly can because through that failure comes learning, comes iteration, comes improvement, and ideally on a long enough time frame comes success. Number 10, everything in this life has a cost. Inaction tends to be the most expensive. Think about that. Everything in this life has a cost. Not taking action tends to be the most expensive. And I've seen this again and again and again in so many different domains in my own life. And it holds true. The people who have a bias towards action are the ones who inevitably experience more success in life. They don't sit around hemming and hawing and planning and pontificating. They get the idea, they take action because they know that the failure that they're gonna they're gonna make is going to help fuel their learning, get them to success faster, that there is no money. That there's no amount of money that they could spend that is more valuable than the time they are wasting by not taking action. The time they are wasting is more valuable than the money they could spend to get there or anything else, any other resource they could spend to get there. Number 11, learn to tell a story. I think storytelling is one of the most underrated superpowers in the world. And it's it's interesting because it's how we communicate. Throughout time immemorial, as our ancestors were painting their first pictographs of bison on the on the cave walls, they're telling a story. They're communicating something of meaning, of value that they want to, to carry on and live on beyond them. And even if you don't have grandiose visions of being a storyteller, of like this person who's telling these stories that are going to live on for eons, you still want to connect meaningfully with other humans. And the way that you do that is through story. So learn to tell a story. Learn to tell damn good stories. It will it will open it will open so many doors for you. It's ridiculous. Number twelve, study psychology, and this is tied into into storytelling. But really, you your life is spent in in company of other people. Like we are a tribal species, and you're going to be in relationships, whether that's with significant others and work environment or whatever, like strangers on the street. You're going to be interacting with other people, so you should really understand the software that is running these these people you know some people are on android some people are on ios like understanding the underlying software that is the psychology that's driving these these squishy machines like that is that's understanding how the game is played right there. That's understanding the motivations, the beliefs, the biases that other people have. And through that, you gain a better understanding of both yourself, but a, a more accurate representation of the world around you. And I think the people who are most successful in life are the ones who are have the, the most clear and accurate picture of reality and then act in accordance with that. And so psychology is a, is a key function of that. All right. Number 13, writing is thought made physical. So practice it every single day. The way I like to think about this is thoughts are just dots on a piece of paper. Writing is taking those dots and connecting them to create a picture of a cat or whatever. Writing is the most powerful form of thinking and it is an irreplaceable skill. And it's absolutely criminal that our school systems do such a bad job of teaching how to write. But more importantly, why it's so important to write. Nobody ever talked to me about this when I was young. Nobody told me why it was so important to be, to be writing every single day. I never understood it. And as a result, I, I had this weird relationship with writing when I was younger because I thought it was just really unfun. It was uncomfortable. It was hard. And that's, that's the truth of thinking. Thinking is hard, but it's critical. It's critical because it is, again, thought made physical. It's it's amazing. It truly is amazing. I, I get gushy when I think about writing. Anyways, number 14. Good decisions Let me try this again. Good decision making cannot be taught. It can only be developed. So practice it. I've done a lot of content recently about decision making. I'm putting together a training on how to make good decisions. We are creating the decision-making journal or the decision journal, um, which will be launched later this year. If those are things that you wanna learn more about, uh, shoot me an email, anthony at anthonyvacino.com or go to beyondtheapex.com. We're gonna be launching a community here shortly where we're gonna take all these trainings, all these school uh, courses and materials that we've been putting out over the years. We're gonna bring them all into one place and then you can take those trainings um, there. So if you're interested in learning more about how to make a good decision, that that's where you're gonna go, beyondtheapex.com. Now, uh, that might not have been launched yet, depending on when this podcast goes live, it's going to be here in the next couple of weeks in June of 2023. So just as context. Okay, uh, number 15, everybody has something to teach you. And it's your job to figure out what that something is. And I believe this is true that regardless of where you are in life, if you're muy, muy, muy successful, and just talking to the guy on the street, like washing windows on cars, like that guy has something to teach you. And to think that you're better than him and that you know everything or like have nothing to learn from that human um, is the height of hubris. Every human on this planet has something to teach you. And I think it's your responsibility um, to, to figure out what that is, to ask the appropriate questions, to dig deeper, trying to find what everybody has to give you. And when you take those lessons, you start to stack them up. I think that creates the most accurate perspective or vision of what reality actually is. And again, when it goes back to what I just said a couple minutes ago about how successful people are the ones who see reality the most clearly and act in accordance with it. And so go get, go get as many perspectives, go learn from people as as many as you can. All right. Number 16, level up your level up your network, level up your life. 100%. uh, You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. If you're hanging out with five alcoholics, you're going to be number six. Hang on with five millionaires. You're going to be number six. And this is true for whatever you want to be in life. The easiest way to become fit and healthy is to surround yourself with fit, healthy people who that is the standard they hold themselves to and they will hold you to that standard. Next thing you know, because that becomes your new norm, because that's your standard, you become healthy. So level up your network, level up your life. Number 17, get a mentor. Now, not a mentor. I think people have a weird... um, perspective on what they think a mentor is and they think they have to it has to be like this very formal relationship i got a lot of people emailing me or dming and saying hey will you be my mentor will you mentor me that's not really how that's not really what i think about when i have a mentor i don't have a mentor that i go to i don't have a person in my life that i'm like that's my mentor i have people that have mentored me that i have learned from that have helped progress me from where i was to where i am but those relationships tend to be very informal. They tend to be fleeting and in passing. Like my dad is a mentor, but it's never been a formal relationship. The one of my former business partners was a mentor. When I think of mentors, actually the, the greatest source for mentorship is books, reading biographies in particular, or the, the books that people have taken the time to write. So Sam Walton, he, you know, the founder of Walmart, he wrote a book made in America. And then he's just saying, here's all of my lessons, all my teachings. And that's no different than if you were to sit down at lunch with him and just say, "Sam, teach me everything you know." And he starts talking, right? But it's in a book. And so we look at that and a lot of people don't realize like that is mentorship. You can be mentored by any of the greats that have come in the past that have written a book or have had a book written by them. So if you're not tapping into that, you are wasting, you are wasting a golden an opportunity. Number 18, travel more. The world is big, you are tiny, and again, successful people are the ones who see reality the most accurately, then live in alignment with it. And you, from where you are standing right now in your backyard, can only see so much. So get out there and see more of it. See some of the amazing, beautiful people and what they have to teach you out there. Number 19, listen more. We spend way too much time talking. We have one mouth, two ears. And again, people have something to teach you if you will just open up and listen. And be okay with the silence. Be okay humbling yourself and being the student. Number 20, read more. I think I just kind of talked about that one too. Truthfully, like reading is another form of thinking. And now I'm not talking about listening to Audible. I, I think there's a big distinction. Somebody, I was at a, speaking at an event last week and we got on the topic of reading and somebody said, oh, I love reading. I listen to Audible, all these books on Audible. And I was like, I don't think it's quite the same. You're getting the information, but you're not engaging with it in the same way. And the reason is listening is a passive activity, but reading, putting your eyeballs on the page is very, very active. If you can't zone out, you can't drift off. The information is not going to get into you unless you, uh, attend to each and every single letter and word on the page. And I think that struggle makes the information that much more deep and meaningful. So I think reading is like a superpower. Don't, don't try to make it easier. Don't tell me that you're a bad reader, that you suck at it, that you get sleepy, that you get distracted. That's the, that's the point. That's why it's so important is because it is so damn hard. As we talked about earlier, use difficulty as a proxy for the direction in which you should go in life. And number 21, love more. There was a famous study um, over the last, I can't remember how long it was. It was a longitudinal study over like 50, 60 years where they took these people from when they were teenagers or young children all the way until they were like 80 and died. So maybe longer than 50 years, I don't know. Um, and they, they looked at all these, these the confluence of events and like the relationships and the jobs and money and all the health and said like are there are there variables what are the variables that lead to happiness and at the end of it all they found it all just boils down to one thing and it's the very first line of the study and it's one of the greatest first lines of the study um, that i can think of and um, i'm gonna butcher it but it's something like this um happiness is love full stop So love more. And if you want to love, if you want to receive more, if you want to feel more love, it starts by giving more love, truly. It's like the perpetual energy machine. If you want to feel more of it, just give more of it and it will return to you. So in in conclusion, the last thing I want to leave you with is one of the first things I brought you with, brought to you, (laughs) weird, is age is just a number. So these are 21 lessons I wish I had known when I was 21, but they're 21 lessons that I... I still hold dear to my heart right now as I'm turning 39 here in the next week or so and I I hope I keep learning more from them as I as I progress but whether you're 22, you're 48, you're 73 like there's lesson there there are lessons to be learned here and you are only as old as you feel and you have as more you have more if we go back to the one of the the early ones I think it's number 3 like you have more time than you realize so be patient but don't waste it and with that I will leave you my dear friend I'll see you back around these parts tomorrow. I can't wait. Until then, though, stay hyper-focused. Hey, guys. I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual, stuff like that. And that, that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it.